From Cineonic World at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, welcome to The Inside. After two and a half years of canceled meetings for COVID, the annual CinemaCon convention came back to the Las Vegas Strip this week, and there's a sense of confidence and determination in the air, a sense that after all of the disruption, it's time to get back to the business of thrilling audiences. I am Jim Chabin, and with me in person is our co-host for this series, Wim Byans. He serves as CEO of Cineonic and was able to get here from Europe for this important conference. Well, good evening, Wim. I can't believe that we're sitting side by side. In the same time zone, Jim. Hey, good evening. You know, to <laughs> yeah, you. So. We, yeah, we can both say good evening. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Um, well, first of all, the crowds are less, uh, maybe half of what they have been in the past, but the sense of determination is high. Uh, what are you picking up on this first day? You know, you're 100% right, right? I think we get a little bit more time to brief, right? Uh, which is good at a show like this because normally it's a very, very busy show, right? At the same token, the people which we've spoken today, they have a mission, right? They want to do something. They want to bring their company forward. They, they want to bring some renewal. They want to get some uh, new things into premium. They want to bring new audiences to their theaters. So the people which are here are really buzzing to take action. And so in that sense, it's been, it's been one hell of a day. I'm, I'm impressed with how much uh, we thought in advance. I wonder what this is going to be like. I wonder what it's going to be like to wear a mask. I wonder what it's going to be like that everybody's got to be vaccinated. Actually, after about 15 or 20 minutes of walking around, you kind of forget all that and just get about saying hello to people. And I found it to be a really nice experience. No, I think the organization and NATO did, did one hell of a job, I believe, to get people here but also make sure it's safe, right? We got our wristbands, we got our masks, and, and everybody, you know, follows it. Um, and it, 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 it gives us the, the, the confidence of being safe, but at the same token, we do what we used to do, and that's running the business, that's talking with each other, talking about opportunities, talking about technology, talking about, you know, how can we run cinemas in a, in a better way, things. So, 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 so we're back to normal, if I would say. Um, and, and that feels damn good. That feels very good. Well, it's great to be here this week with these programs, and we're thrilled, speaking of NATO, that our guests tomorrow are going to be John Fithian, the president and CEO of the National Association of Theater Owners, which annually produces CinemaCon, and Mark Zerati, the CEO of Cinemark Theaters. We've got a lot of discussion with them on where they see the movie business moving forward so that we'll have our show tomorrow with them, and we'll also have daily updates on the studio presentations. So we thank Sanionic and the team here for making all that possible. Um, when what are the big priorities for theater uh, owners and the studios this week? What do you think they're trying to set out? Well, you know, I think it, it's the, like I said, the people are coming here, and the people we speak, we've spoken with. I mean. They all want to want to move forward, right? They know that that you know COVID is maybe not 100% behind us, but but we really want to look at at what do we do tomorrow and how do we create more resilience in the industry and get people back to the theater. And getting big people back to the theaters means that the theaters need to be open, right? Which is fundamental, and we need to have a strong lineup of content. And those are the two things which are critical, I do believe, of um, making sure the industry can can back on the road again. Adam Aaron said today in his uh, talk that the, the key to that is vaccinations and there is progress on the increase in vaccinations around the world. 
but especially in North America. So that's encouraging. And then speaking of the movies, we've seen three studio presentations so far. And for our listeners, let's set the stage. For this week, the Coliseum concert venue here at Caesars Palace, which is usually home to Elton John or Morrissey, it's converted into become a massive 3,000-seat movie theater using, among other companies' technology, Cineonic. And during the week, the Hollywood studios each take turns presenting their slate of films with clips and inside info for the audience of movie theater managers and the press in the Coliseum. So Sony Pictures kicked off the convention Monday night with a showing of the entire new feature film, Ghostbusters Afterlife, directed by Jason Reitman and produced by his father, Ivan Reitman, who made the original Ghostbusters with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis. It's scheduled for Thanksgiving. The sequel sports a new cast, including Paul Rudd. It's a family-friendly holiday movie with plenty of smart jokes for all ages, and it's full of major surprises. It was a big hit with the audience here in the Coliseum uh, on Monday night. We also got a look at Spider-Man No Way Home, starring Tom Holland, and the crowd here cheered the clips, indicating they think it will generate a big Marvel box office number for Spider-Man, and that is out on December 17th. Then this morning came MGM's presentation. The highlight of the course was the James Bond and No Time to Die. An extended clip was shown from the film, which will be Daniel Craig's last time in the role as Bond. The theater manager enthusiasm whim for this movie was loud and enthusiastic. The action sequences were some of the best that I can remember seeing in a Bond movie for a while. Amazing. So, so many great movies all lined up and ready to go. And when you watch that Bond movie today, the audio and the clarity of the picture and those action sequences, whim, like we've talked, you, you can't imagine seeing this at home right. on, on a flat screen TV. And you could feel in the audience, I think so far, that was the movie that everybody said, this is going to be a monster movie. No, I can only 200% agree, right? We've all been waiting for the Bond movie to come out. Uh, but it, it's been uh, it's been one hell of a I, I think of an opportunity and and I hope the date sticks these days <laughs> uh, when it comes come out and there's no reason why not but but I think it's going to be a big hit and it's going to be a big hit in all markets right so it's a movie I think which will which will will do well internationally as much as domestic and that's also important right we need strong titles which can hit the domestic market, but also can hit the international market well. And this one, I think, can, can do the job. People have been talking a, a lot about streaming. And I think if nothing else, the whole topic of what streaming, what role streaming has played in the last year, it underscores the value of going out to the movies because there's an intensity to these experiences. And it is in the Coliseum mm. with all the managers from the theaters. Right. You have this experience that almost underscores the value of what what cinema does bright picture incredible sound effects and great sound um and the question is how do we accomplish that have theaters spent the time that they've had in the last year and a half retooling their technology and and upgrading well i think to be honest in a time like covid we can't expect the theaters to at one time being challenged financially, right? And, and their cash flows and so on. And then at the same time, go into a big refresh, right? So I think that we're gonna have to give them time to do so. Now, what I see that today, a day as today, and at this show, 
we got what I would call leaders, uh, cinema chains, which are really thinking about how to catch up on, the, let's say, the year and a half where it was hard to, to move, right? And so, and how can they plan financially? I think there are some opportunities, especially domestically. You know, the SVOD money is, is, is one of the opportunities for some of the chains. Um, we have creating business models, right? Where we can have business models which is as a service, which means it's not upfront. It's, it's, you know, you pay it over the lifetime of the products. So there's multiple ways, I believe, on how we can help the industry and how the industry is more than ready because they do know, and that was a conversation I had today, they need to compete with the home. At the same token, we all know that going out to a theater, an outdoor experience is very different, but it still has to be wow. And, and we have to invest um, some a little, little bit marketing, but also definitely technology to make sure that, that the movie go experience that wow effect on the big screen with great sound and great visuals. You worked with Cinemark um, in the past uh, uh, period of time to actually start talking to the public and educating the public about what laser means. Uh, and it's been quite successful. Talk about that. Yes, yeah, Cinemark has been, of course, it's been a, we've been a, a strong customer uh, of us, but, but really a very um, thoughtful customer. What I mean is that Cinemark always did his homework very well. Uh, when they decide to go with certain technologies uh, and when they go, for instance, right now, made a shift to laser, right, is, is one of the elements in the technology side. Um, and they have given that a lot of thought because they've seen the benefit, one thing, on the operational efficiency, which is, of course, a benefit for Cinemark. But the same token, they've seen that they get an elevated experience. Now, together, we have uh, made a campaign which has been executed into, you know, many of their cinemas as we speak, where we educate the audiences about what is different, what should I watch at, and why is this so special? And what we have seen is that, first of all, by, of course, bringing the technology to allow us to visualize that, but then educating the audiences has really made them more excited and feels, feels as a better experience. So, so the, the results which we have seen till now has been really positive about audiences. They want to get the elevated experience, and they want to know it is elevated, and if you tell them we do A, B, C, D different, by the way, we bring this laser experience with more vibrant colors, um, you know, deeper colors and so on, and, and you know, a better, a better picture, they experience that and they go back and they say, hey, I've seen something special and I want to go back because it was so special and the experience really uh, was enjoyable. And, and that's what that campaign has done and I hope can, can do for longer period as now, yeah. Well, Warner Brothers closed out uh, the first, uh, the second day of CinemaCon with their slate of movies. They showed September, Clint Eastwood's movie, uh, Cry Macho, October, uh, The uh, Many Saints of Newark. It's the original story of Tony Soprano and the Sopranos, uh, and it, it portrays Tony Soprano as a boy. Also in October, Dune with Timothy Chalamet, um, November, King Richard, the Will Smith movie about uh, Venus and Serena Williams and their father and how he built their careers for Christmas, Matrix 4. So every studio that's showing films here. Yes, every, what a lineup, you know. What, what a lineup. lineup. Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. the great thing is that it seems as if, uh, and, 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 and we've just seen three studio presentations, there are three more, but so many of these studios have major, major fan-based yeah. films that are ready. And 
and you know think of matrix on the big screen with laser projection and sound it seems as if we've got the greatest selling opportunity to get people excited and get them back to the movies uh coming from all the studios so um Wim and i are going to be back tomorrow with our guests john fithian and mark zarati until then thanks for listening and joining us tomorrow Insiders is proudly presented by Cineonic. Cineonic's future-ready enhanced service and technology solutions provide compelling cinema experiences, peace of mind, and financial flexibility. Today, with more than 90,000 projectors installed globally, over half of the world's cinemas are illuminated by Cineonic. Visit Cineonic.com and discover why theaters look to Cineonic to provide the solutions of tomorrow, today.